sometimes you take things for granted. Welcome to this extra special bonus episode of the Strive, Seek, Find podcast. I'm Chance Whitmore. So I'm sitting in the dark again, watching the world go by as I wait for my daughter to do Kung Fu. Last night, about this time, I was also sitting in the dark. Not a metaphor, sitting in a darkened house, realizing how quiet it was without the background noises. No television, no Alexa talking to you at random times, but more basic, missing the hum of the fridge, the rattle of the furnace pushing the air through the vents, the hundred little noises of modern life gone. And then other noises began. The sound of fear. Two of my daughters had panicked. And as a side note on this, as I was writing this last night, the power kicked back in at about this time. After about an hour in the dark, my youngest cried, and then when she was sent back towards her room, where we had a light kind of put out by this time, she was claiming every ailment under the sun to avoid admitting that she wanted to be around us rather than her dark bedroom. My middle daughter, similar reaction. She was near panic because she didn't have control. She didn't feel as safe in her own home as she normally did. And this is despite the fact the girls have been out in the dark, exposed a lot more than they ever were in a one-hour power outage at our home. They've camped. They've laid out under the stars. They've done all this. But on some level, they were in control of it because they could retreat to a tent or back to the car or someplace where things were more what they expected. Heck, despite the fact that when all the lights are out and I'm sound asleep, those two both will get up and wander the house. It's always surprising where you might find things. The lack of control over the environment had frightened them a lot. And it got me thinking that my girls hadn't had the opportunity, and I will call it an opportunity, to experience things that were fairly regular occurrences for me growing up. In this case power outages. This power outage, well, I still don't know what caused it. If I had to guess, it's going to be something simple like a car running into a power pole. Lights flickered off, there was no weather-based reason to do it. You call it in to see, make sure it's not just your house and something weird has happened. You go about your business. You pull out the, the lamps from the camp box, you grab the emergency flashlights, you change out a few batteries that you've missed, and your phones get a heavy workout. Not a big deal. It's dark, you go to bed a little early. Now, had it gone on for much longer an hour, the house probably would have gotten a little cold. For around here, it got down to probably 17 degrees in the middle of the night. So, nothing you can't bundle your way up and and feel pretty good about after the fact. Now, I don't want to make it sound like 
growing up we had our power turned off because that wasn't the case. What it was is more simply. You live at the end of a road on a road that closes fast in a blizzard, which is just off the highway that closes really fast during the blizzard. And things happen that you're not necessarily always expecting. You're always prepared for. You always had 50 pounds of flour and sugar in the house. You always had milk frozen in the freezer just in case you couldn't get to town for a period of time. You took care of things. But growing up, you'd get these blizzards that would, off in the distance, you might see through this blowing snow at a time when you couldn't see the 20 yards out to the road. And you'd see a blue flash out there, and the power would go out. The snow had stuck to the power lines, weighted them down, and one of the lines had broken. Now, there's a reason we had a wood stove and kept it going. And But the point is, I guess, that while my girls have experienced power outages before, it was usually during the daytime. They've never had a time in their life where not just one, but two or three or four or five times where they had to just accept that the house was dark, there was not a flashlight that was available to you, that you had to make your way around the house by feel, that you were careful with your water until the power came back on. You only had what was in the pressure tank for the well. And that if things weren't back on by morning and the road was open, you got up and you went to school, didn't get a shower, you grabbed whatever you could out of the, the cabinet for breakfast, and you went about your day. Different experiences. It wasn't normal to my girls. It was something new and frightening. And obviously, that's not... That could be just about any experience in life. We as adults get used to things. We deal with them multiple times. We just have subconscious mental checklists of how to deal with them. Power goes out, grab this, grab this, grab that, go about your business. And we forget that things that are normal to us can be quite frightening to someone the first time through it. And we don't always give people enough grace when dealing with it. And I'm going to be honest, I wasn't great with grace last night. I probably uh, had my teeth gritted two minutes in of crying and was like, what's wrong? This isn't a big deal. The live hour will be on soon. But for them, it was new. It was dark. It was scary. And they struggled. And I struggled to meet them where they were at. My lesson needs to probably be something to the effect of, don't expect anyone to have the same experiences as you. We all have slightly different experiences. We all have slightly different reactions to those. Had we been up and moving around at the time, it probably would have been less frightening to the girls. We could have thrown out a board game and had a lamp. Now, I kind of wish at this point that I had had the old 
propane camp lamp that like my folks had but I have a feeling the LED lamps that I did have were much safer <laughs> I was almost nostalgic after about 30 minutes so as I'm sitting here kind of rambling at this point if you're hitting something that you've dealt with over and over again and it's become old hat, whether it's at work, whether it's at home. Take a second and realize those things that may be high, were once high stress for you and are no longer high stress for you are still high stress for someone else. And part of your job is helping them manage their way through it, just like someone once helped manage you through it. Until next time, folks, keep seeking your own brilliant future.